losing money in the stock market roller coaster? Frustrated with the government taxing you into oblivion? Worried about inflation? How do you prepare for so many financial uncertainties? Welcome to the show that will help you develop your game plan. The Financial Quarterback with Josh Jelinski. Josh is a noted financial advisor and president of the Jelinski Advisory Group. And he's here to answer your questions. Call into the show at 800-321-0710. 800-321-0710. Now let's kick off your financial future. Here's Josh Jelinski. Hi, everybody. This is Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback, coming to you live. And we have special guest David McKnight, author, speaker, and financial strategist, joining us to discuss the new Trump tax plan. I mean, the new Biden tax plan and the repeal of the Trump tax codes and what that means for your money. So, David, for those who've not heard about you or read your books, The Power of Zero, The Volatility, is it The Volatility Buffer or The Volatility Shield? Volatility Shield. Um, describe, um, describe, and then you have then a you, latest book latest as well. Book so well. Uh, share so, uh, with our share listeners with your, your background. Yes, yeah, so I've, uh, much like you, Josh, I've been in the financial services industry for uh, about 23 years. And uh, 1914, uh, 1914, <laughs> 2014, I wrote a book called The Power of Zero, uh, threw it out on Amazon, uh, crossed my fingers, and it just started to go like crazy and um, later spawned a documentary by the same name and uh, follow-up books. As you mentioned, Look Before You Lerp, Alta the Shield, a Tax-Free Income for Life through Penguin Random House. And... Uh, yeah, I think we've got a message that's really resonating with Americans, this idea that tax rates in the future likely to be dramatically higher than they are today. Therefore, we need to sort of reevaluate how we're accumulating dollars uh, for retirement in, like of, in light of this likelihood that taxes down the road are likely to be much higher than they are today. So what is the latest update? It seems like they changed the Biden, whatever it's called, infrastructure plan. They change it every day. What is your, uh, what is the latest update? What's the latest you've read and has it passed? Yeah, so and, and what's going really, on with it? You really have to sort of keep your finger on the pulse of this thing almost hour by hour because the, the conditions on the ground are just changing very, very rapidly. It's a very fluid situation. Last I heard, uh, Joe, Joe Manchin, of course, is, was not interested in the six trillion dollar price tag proposed by Bernie Sanders or the 3.5 trillion dollar price tag proposed by the rest of Congress. Uh, he's much more comfortable with a 1.5 to 1.75 trillion dollar package. Uh, the question, uh, of course, becomes how are they going to pay for it? And um, while Joe Manchin is not opposed to increasing tax rates on the top 1%, those making $450,000 or more uh, per year. Um, Kristen Sinema is. She has expressed um, pretty strong resistance to raising tax rates, even on billionaires. And so they floated this idea that they would uh, tax the unrealized capital gains of billionaires. And uh, she didn't even like that. And so uh, really, it's it's sort of been mired down in a bunch of infighting among Democrats, and it's just not a very cohesive caucus. And so we're now at the point where um, they had proposed 
having everybody vote on the legislation before it was even written because they wanted uh, Joe Biden to have a, a victory before he went to Rome so that he could sort of trumpet uh, this idea that, that, you know, the U.S. has democracy figured out and he wanted some climate things worked in there as well so he could be a good example to the rest of the world. But he wasn't even able to get that. So um, he addressed, you know, the Democratic caucus and said, look, I'd really like to have something figured out before I land in Rome. And, of course, they were able to come out with the latest uh you know, uh, writing of the legislation. Um, but we still don't know. It's very much, like I said, in flux. We still don't know uh, how Kristen Cinema is thinking about this. We don't know. Joe Manchin refuses to make any comments on it. And so even though um, they might tell you that they're very much moving in the same direction and they have a lot of optimism, I don't think until we know exactly what Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema think about all of this legislation, <laughs> we, they're really sort of dead in the water. And um, cer certainly raising tax rates on the top 1% seems to be off the table. And so the real question in my mind becomes, what's going to happen to tax rates for the rest of us? Are they just going to expire in 2026, like, you know, like with the sunset of the Trump tax cuts? Or are there going to be an extension of these tax cuts? Really hard to say at this point. Well, depends who wins, I guess, in 2024 and 2022. Uh, November of 2021, we have the Virginia gubernatorial race, as well as the New York, which seemed to indicate potentially a Republican takeover of the House and potentially Senate in 2022. Although the Republicans always seem to snatch victory from uh whatever the phrase is they do the opposite yeah. they pick the worst candidates <laughs> um you know uh that, that have no enthusiasm typically i mean well trump was an exception on the enthusiasm but so what uh so do you think we're gonna just, gonna just going to keep the trump tax code until 2026 that's a big question, Mark. I have I have said on social media and on my blogs and on my podcast that, that, that my hunch on this is that they're not going to be able to really get anything through. Here's the funny thing, Josh, is that if Joe Biden wants to raise taxes on the top 1%, those making more than $450,000, the quickest way for him to do that is to actually just let the Trump tax cuts expire in 2026 because they will revert back to 39.6 for the wealthiest Americans. Um, <clears throat> so Kristen Sinema, like I said, has expressed opposition to raising tax rates on the top 1%. And so um, I, I don't believe that without her blessing, they're going to be able to raise taxes on, uh, on those wealthy individuals um, with this new legislation. And so I think that the fastest way for joe biden to get that additional revenue is simply to let the current tax cut expire and if that's the case if that's the case then what we're looking at for mainstream america is those those who fall within that 22 or 24 percent tax bracket what you're looking at is uh if you include this year and we're really getting down to the wire if you want to start shifting money from tax deferred to tax free you probably should get the ball rolling before december because a lot of custodians don't love being uh pressured at you know towards the end of the year to do roth conversion so if you wanted to take advantage of the of the five years left before tax rates go up for good you should definitely start thinking about getting um getting things moving within the next month because 
if you don't take advantage of the 2021 tax year, now you have 2022, 2023, 2024, 2025, which is only four years. And the shorter the period within which you're shifting money from tax deferred to tax free, the more likely you are to rise, you know, into a tax bracket that gives you heartburn. And so this is whatever happens in the next week, I think, is going to determine how people plan for retirement in, in a pretty significant way. And it's also going to determine the legacy of the Joe Biden presidency. So what do we do? What do we do with our monies? You mentioned taking advantage of the lower Trump tax codes with potentially Roths. But we, I get some people say, you know, Josh, Roths and some of these other tax-free things. Why couldn't Congress just change that? Do you get that question a lot, especially in light of the death of the stretch IRA and the SECURE Act that passed, which I, I do want to get your take on that when we return from the break. But what's going on? You know, how do you answer that? You know, well, uh, Congress can change the laws again. Why should I do any planning now? Yeah, there's there's two two ways that I typically respond to that. You know, historically, you know, the IRS has said, look, we're either going to tax you on the seed or tax you on the harvest. If we tax you on the seed, that's that's tantamount to paying tax on your contributions, put it into a Roth IRA, and then it grows tax-free. You take it out tax-free. Being taxed on the harvest means you get the deduction on the front end, you let it grow tax-deferred, um, and you pay tax on the back end, which to me, in my mind, doesn't make a lot of sense if you believe, as I do, that we're in a rising tax rate environment. So they've always either taxed you on the seed or on the harvest. If they were to come out all of a sudden and say, we're going to tax you both on the seed and on the harvest, I think that you'd see chaos. <laughs> I think people that are making important retirement decisions that said, hey, look, we were relying on uh, you know, the, the law that you put into effect to, to make these types of decisions. And now you're changing the framework of the law mid-stride. Therefore, this is going to have a deleterious impact on my retirement. But the second thing that we have to always remember, Josh, is that the Roth IRA is the one thing that the federal government and the American public actually both like. I mean, there's not a lot of things in the world, Josh, where the federal government likes it and Americans like it. Um, the Roth IRA is one of those things. Why? Because the Roth IRA, you're, you're using after-tax dollars. It brings more money into the IRS coffers today, which is what they're looking for. But it also, we love it. The American public likes it because in the face of potentially rising tax rates, we can shield ourselves. We can protect ourselves by paying taxes at today's historically low tax rates so that when tax rates are uh, likely to be dramatically higher down the road, we've done all the heavy lifting and then take that money out tax-free. And so um, so I don't see these programs going anywhere. If anything, I see the federal government continuing to make the Roth IRA even more attractive. Um, for example, Roth 401k plan is, uh, to to increase the amount of money you can put into a Roth 401k from if you're over age 50 from 26,000 per year to 27,000 per year, so um, I don't see that going anywhere uh, soon. But you know, Josh, at the rate Congress keeps changing their mind, and if if this recent legislation is any indication, we have no idea what Congress is going to do. I mean, my head is spinning just from all the back and forth just in the last week on this Biden um, this Biden legislation alone. Well, maybe they'll do nothing. You know, people always say they want bipartisan compromise. I always say I don't want them to do anything and screw up my life even more. <laughs> so, right. uh, you, David you McKnight, I'll, to, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, you would have to likely uh, come up with a revised version of your book. I'd have to do the same here. So I, I, I love the, I love status quo. 
Yeah, we'll we'll have a lot to do. Tax-free income for life, a step-by-step plan for a secure retirement. That's David's latest book. He is the best-selling author of Power of Zero, became quite a phenomenon. Uh, So folks, if you want that book, we'll give it to you free, 888-988-JOSH, or you could go to davidmcknight.com and get the Tax-Free Income for Life book. We'll talk about how to get tax-free income for life. We'll also talk about how to protect yourself from the rising ravages of inflation. Everybody's worried about inflation. And then I want to ask David, what is what is his take? Does he think we are headed towards deflation or inflation? Kind of the age-old debate in financial circles. When we return, this is Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback with David McKnight of The Power of Zero and Tax-Free Income for Life. Also, my friend Howard's favorite book, he, he loves your novella, The Volatility Shield, How to Vanquish the 4% Rule and Maximize Your Retirement Income. David is a prolific author. I feel like he writes a book every year. We're going to get, I think he's writing a new book as well, so we'll get his take on that. When we return, this is Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback. Don't touch that dial. It's always on your mind. Retirement, whether you're 55 or 35. Not everyone wants to work forever and most would like a comfortable retirement. You may already have a plan, but is it the right one? Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback radio program, is ready to guide you towards financial freedom. He challenges the ways your parents and grandparents saved money with fresh strategies, which are exactly what you need to navigate today's volatile economic climate. Josh's new book, Retirement Reality Check, is available to order on Amazon. It's an easy read that guides you through his system for securing your financial freedom, including tax-saving strategies, understanding the right investment mix, and more. Order now. Retirement Reality Check. Call Josh at 888-988-JOSH. Let Josh help you map out your retirement using fresh strategies. Call 888-988-5674. That's 888-988-5674. Hey, meet you out on the first tee? Yeah, I'll be right there. Just reading this article. On what? New bill Congress passed. Looks like it's going to affect the value of all retirement savings plans. My financial guy didn't tell me about this when I saw him the other day. Well, my guy did, and we made a plan. You may have heard of him, Josh Jelinski. Josh Jelinski is your guy? Listen, if you're 10 years or less from retirement... Which I am. Josh will give you a free economic plan, which includes retirement planning, a 27-point checklist to make sure your income lasts as long as you live. He'll even help you navigate the current tax code. I'm definitely going to call Josh. Cool, but first, can we play some golf? Call Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback Radio Program, for your free economic plan. 888-988-JOSH. 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 This is Josh Jelinski, the Financial Quarterback, with David McKnight. So, David, before we get to some of your books, which are exceptional, uh, any new research, uh, what are you doing now? Uh, Right now, I'm writing. uh, Actually, you mentioned I had written this financial novella. It's about 100 pages, uh, um, Volatility Shield. And it's not unusual for people to tell me, hey, look, of all the books that you've written, that's actually my favorite because it's got a sort of a heartwarming story and a lot of twisted, you know, the M. Night Shyamalan um, twists and turns, which, uh, you know, the twist endings that people love. But it also couches a financial principle that's very, very important. Uh, I'm actually writing a full-blown novel that's called the uh, the Infinity Code, uh, which which has 
a financial theme, financial principles that are embedded in it. But what it really does is it strikes at the heart of what I think is um, a potential scourge for America. And I know that you likely feel the same way. It, it has to do with modern monetary theory, uh, this idea that you can simply print your way out of your problems, that you can, um, you know, I've, I've said in, in podcasts and maybe even on the show before that there's a fiscal gap in our country of $239 trillion. What does that mean? That means that we have promised so much for Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, uh, interest on the national debt. We're, these are non-discretionary items. We have no control over them. We're, we're bound by law to pay for them. And we have so over-promised on those four things that we would have to have $239 trillion sitting in a bank account today earning treasury rates just to be able to deliver on all these promises. How much do we actually have? We have Zippo, right? So um, modern monetary theory says don't worry about all that debt. Because we denominate debt in our own currency, we can simply just print more money to be able to uh, pay for all of these unfunded obligations. And if to the extent that printing all that money grows the pie for everybody, then uh, it's perfectly okay. And um, every economist that I've ever interviewed, be it David Walker, former Comptroller General of the Federal Government, Dr. Larry Kotlikoff, foremost expert in the nation on what we call fiscal gap accounting out of Boston University, uh, Maya McGinnis, who's the president of the Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget, they all have sounded the warning cry to me. They said, Dave, if we resort to modern monetary theory to solve our financial problems, we are going to experience hyperinflation, the likes of uh, which we haven't seen since, uh, since Germany uh, post-World War II. And so uh, I think that's a huge threat to our republic. And I um, have created a, a very much a Dan Brown type uh, suspense mystery thriller. Uh, couched within is this idea that modern monetary theory is a, is a threat to our republic. So uh, I imagine that'll come out in the next couple of months. So keep your ear to the ground on that. That's exciting. The infinity code. It's like the Da Vinci Code or something. That's exciting. Well, infinity, infinity refers to, um, there's actually uh, Stephanie Kelton, who ironically shares the same literary agent as I do, is the foremost advocate of modern monetary theory. She's written a book called The, the Deficit Myth. And um, she, in her book, talks about our ability to print money as the infinity bucket. So in other words, we can print an infinite amount of money to pay for all of the social programs that, you know, we've always uh, sought after, be it, um, you know, universal health care, uh, free college tuition for everybody, a guaranteed minimum wage of $15 an hour. We can do it all. And all we have to do is just print the money because we denominate debt and our own on our own currency. We always have the ability to pay that debt back with no deleterious influences at all. And um, every economist, like I said, I've ever interviewed says, whatever you do, do not do that. And so uh, the problem is it's gaining more and more currency. Uh, there are even politicians that are starting to talk about this as a viable way of funding all of these national initiatives. And I think that unless we get out ahead of it and raise the warning cry that we're going to, you know, send our country into this catastrophic death spiral from which we may not recover. And so the book talks a lot about all of that, but it has a really cool plot that ushers you through 
um, the, the, all of the consequences of this, in a, like I said, like in a Dan Brown sort of a way. Are we going there already? I mean, I, I just couldn't help but think Social Security got a COLA. What was it? 5.8%, 6%, something like that. And then the very next day I saw McDonald's raises rates 6%. And then you go to the grocery store and inflation is not just 3% or even 6 It's like 30%. You have 30% less of whatever bag you buy. You know, uh, if you buy a bag of, uh, I, I like these uh, quinoa tortilla chips. And literally, it's like this much of the bag. It, the, it's now like one-eighth of the bag. It used to be one-half of the bag. Now it's one-eighth. So they're, they're playing all these games or the dollar bread, even the dollar bread, the cheapo dollar bread is now a dollar thirty, and then I know you have a bunch of kids. How many kids do you have? I have seven. You have. Uh, nice. I have seven. I have. Yeah, it's not very often that you get two two guys on the radio with both with seven kids. So <laughs> fourteen between the two. But hey, you know, I tell people someone's got to keep Social Security solvent because it's not it's it's not it's not the rest of America. It's you yeah, and they I should be giving us money. We should know. be getting the stimulus plan. <laughs> So, that's so right. with that, that's great. I want to get your uh, tips on being a father of seven. It's a lot of fun, a lot of work, very tiring. Um, but as far as, uh, so we bought one of these mega vans, you know, the Nissan, those big 12, 15 yep. passenger vans, yep. kind of like a church van. It was 40 grand seven months ago. Do you know what they go for now? I'm going to say 55. insane and the same with you know so and the people say oh supply chain well I'm sure it's some of the supply chain but um, it's also the fact that when you have excess money lying around people start raising their prices to keep up with the labor demand the higher wages that employers are having to pay We, we are just beginning to see the tip of inflation there was a little debate on Twitter. You know, there's various people. Jack Dorsey says we're going to inflation. Kathy Wood says no deflation. Where are you on that? I say inflation, then deflation. But what, what do you think? Yeah, I, there's no, no question inflation, but um, the question is to what, what extent. I, um, I, I, I feel like that the modern monetary theorists, whenever we do have inflation, they always have some explanation for why it's not their fault, uh, because really we've been engaged in modern monetary theory for the last 20 years. I mean, we've been printing money like it's going out of style. The, the, the supply of U.S. dollars in circulation has risen dramatically, which is not the end of the world if the economy is keeping pace of it. Like, if, like I said, if it grows the pie for everybody, that's not the end of the world. The problem is um, – when we start printing, and really the larger picture here, Josh, is we're going to get to the point where when interest rates, if and when they do go back up, the cost of servicing all this debt is going to uh, triple, quadruple. Um, if, if all they did was go back to what they were uh, historically normal rates that they were in, say, 2003, the cost of servicing the national debt would, would triple or quadruple and would consume the entire federal budget. And so... Um, that's an issue. And so a, a lot of people say, well, 
because we denominate debt in, in U.S. currency, we can simply print more money to be able to service that debt because, heaven forbid, we, we raise more revenue, cut spending or some combination of the two and sort of get our financial house in order. My fear is that we are going to start leaning more and more on printing more money. And as uh, Alan Arbeck from Berkeley, Dr. Alan Arbeck from Berkeley in California said in our movie, The Power of Zero, he says, the problem with trying to print your way out of these problems is debt is being driven primarily by Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and all of which are tied to inflation by law. So the more money you print, the more inflation goes up, the more of these uh, the more the cost of these programs increases commensurately. So it's like a dog chasing its tail. You print more money, the cost of the program goes up, and you never really have enough money to pay for Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, unless you start raising taxes dramatically. And that's what I, of course, talk about in my book. Will we see inflation? Yes. But I think that eventually we're just going to have to either dramatically increase revenue, dramatically reduce our expenses, some combination of the two to keep our ship of state afloat. David McKnight, the book, Tax-Free Income for Life. Um, If there was a book, I guess all of your books are like children, Tax-Free Income for Life, that's your latest financial book, correct? That's correct. And uh, you lay out a step-by-step plan for a more secure retirement, and you talk about getting tax-free income for life uh, before we go into the break, give us a little teaser before we come back as we talk about tax. Well, in, pow- in, power, in, in Power of Zero, I talk about how to shield yourself from rising taxes. But what I didn't really address is really the number one concern that Ameri- that, that you know, the pre-retires retirees have is this idea that, hey, I don't want to run out of money before I run out of life. And so what I do in this new book is I marry this idea of protecting yourself from higher taxes, and making sure you don't run out of money before you before you reach life expectancy. I marry those two topics and talk about how you can cover or, or mitigate both of those risks within the very same financial plan. Wonderful. And folks, you can go to davidmcknight.com, buy the book, or call us at 888-988-JOSH, and we'll give you a copy free when you schedule and keep your no-obligation review. Just call us at 888 888- 988-5674. That's 888-988-JOSH. When we return, we'll talk about how to get tax-free income for life. This is Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback. Don't touch that dial. Are you worried about the recent coronavirus crisis and how it may have affected your money? Hi, everybody. I'm Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback, inviting you to join me for my complimentary six ways to keep calm during Turbulent Markets webinar. If you schedule and keep your no-obligation webinar today at 888-988-JOSH, it's a great thing to do. If you're stuck at home under stay-at-home orders, call us right now, 888-988-JOSH. If you're bored, there's never been a better time to get a second opinion on your wealth than right now. 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-5674. And go to my website, retirementrealitycheck.com today and take your free investment profile quiz. And when you buy my book, you're eligible for three free gifts. 888-988-JOSH. Call Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback Radio Program, 888-988-JOSH. So... We're talking about tax-free income for life. First, uh, so how do we get it? How do we get tax-free income for life? I want to know. 
Well, so there's there's a number of different ways to, to mitigate what we call longevity risk. And longevity risk, like I said, is the risk of running out of money before you die. And that's really, as much as I hate to admit it, I'd like to think, hey, that rising tax rates is a number one risk people are worried about. It's 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 a close second, but what people are primarily worried about is they just don't want to die broke. They 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 want to sort of bounce the check to the undertaker. Uh, so the question is, how do you most efficiently and effectively remove longevity risk from your retirement program, uh, from your retirement plan? And um, one of the ways historically that we've done this, and you and I have talked about this over the over the radio before is by what's, by what's called the uh, 4% rule, which is uh, some economists have downgraded to the 3% rule. Let's just, let's just call it the 3% rule. 3% rule says that you can never take more than 3% out of your stock market portfolio adjusted for inflation in any given year to have a, uh, a, a reasonably realistic likelihood of not running out of money before you die. And um, they've done a lot of Monte Carlo studies over the years, and they basically said that Hey, you got a 60-40 bond, uh, a stock bond split, um, and you you never take more than the 3% out. There's a, there's a pretty good chance you won't run out of money before you run out of life. The problem is it's a pretty expensive way to mitigate longevity risk. For example, let's say you got a uh, you need $100,000 per year to meet your lifestyle needs in retirement, and you can never take out more than 3% in any given year. Well, how do you figure out how much money you need by day one of retirement to pull that off? Well, you divide 3% and $100,000, that tells you that you need $3.333 million by day one of retirement to fully purge longevity risk from your retirement portfolio. And so that can be a pretty expensive way to manage that particular risk. And so um, as I'm sure you've talked about in your books and on your radio show, there's a, there's another way, and that's by way of um, a guaranteed lifetime income annuity. And a guaranteed lifetime income annuity basically says that you can take a chunk of your stock market portfolio, hand it over to an insurance company who will then pool those assets with the assets of lots of other people. And um, what you will get in exchange for that, um, you know, in that transaction is you will get a guarantee from the insurance company that they will send you a stream of income that is guaranteed to, to, to come to you so long as you're alive. And, you know, the rates that you can get on annuities these days, these are going to ebb and flow with interest rates. But as it turns out, you can completely remove longevity risk in a much more efficient and cost-effective way by way of one of these annuities and trying to manage it on your own through the 3% rule. And so part of the issue that I discussed in the book is there's a lot of the financial services industry that have adopted this, and they recognize longevity risk is a really big deal, and so they utilize annuities as as a as as a way to help mitigate longevity risk. The problem is most of the time those annuities get situated within the tax deferred bucket, and so there's two issues that are associated with positioning your guaranteed lifetime income annuity within your tax deferred bucket. The first one is, hey, what happens if tax rates go up? If tax rates go up the after-tax portion of that guaranteed lifetime income starts to go down, which means it may not really be enough to guarantee your lifetime expenses. And the second problem that I bring up in my book is any distributions at all from your tax-deferred bucket, be it from an annuity or an IRA, what have you, uh, count as what we call provisional income, which means they count against the thresholds which cause Social Security taxation. So by 
positioning a guaranteed lifetime income annuity within your tax-deferred bucket, you unwittingly expose yourself to two issues. One is tax rate risk, which uh, which really we, we want to be able to mitigate against. And then the second one is this idea that your social security can be taxed. And the act of compensating for those two holes that are created in your retirement income as a, you know, as a result of t- rising tax rates and as a result of social security taxation can force you to spend down all your other stock market assets a lot faster than you ever thought possible. And so in my book, I talk about how some annuity companies allow you to do what's called a piecemeal internal Roth conversion, which means that um, over a period of your choosing and an amount of your choosing, you can do what's, you know, you can internally Roth convert that annuity before you draw the guaranteed lifetime income. You can internally convert it to a Roth IRA. And any distributions from Roth IRAs don't count as provisional income and they're not exposed to tax rate risk. So you can literally mitigate longevity risk, but do it in a very tax efficient way, such that all of your assets last a whole lot longer than in that other way that we mentioned. Amazing. But what about people say, well, I don't like annuities. Annuities aren't for me. I've heard bad things. You give your money to the insurance company when you die, high fees, all that type of stuff. Yeah, well, I, I talk about this in my book. If you if you don't like annuities, and remember, what's at the heart of annuities is this idea of risk pooling. You're giving your money to an insurance company. They are pooling it with the the assets of thousands of other individuals. And the idea is that the people who live shorter lives help fund the guaranteed lifetime income of those who live longer lives. You know, those who have the Methuselah gene, and they're going to live forever. So um, if you don't like that approach, you almost certainly aren't going to like Social Security, and you almost certainly aren't going to like that company pension that you're planning on receiving, because those two programs both operate by the exact same principle. So what you're doing, in effect, with a guaranteed lifetime income annuity is you're creating your own personal pension plan that operates by the exact same principles that all of these other programs operate by, you know, these programs that we've grown to know and like, know and love over the years. And so I think that people, once they recognize the rules and the principles by which these programs are governed, that they're principles that we're all familiar with, whether we recognize it or not, I think that they uh, become much more comfortable with the approach. Fantastic. Now, in your book, The Power of Zero, You first introduced how people, when they're retired, can position their assets in such a way that they could effectively be in a zero tax bracket when they retire. For people who have not read that book, not not aware of what you talked about in the book, can you describe that as well? That's an exciting concept. Yeah, so so what I advocate for um, in The Power of Zero is I basically lay out the evidence that a lot of very smart and important experts uh, that are intimately familiar with the workings of our economy and the debt, uh, the debt load that we're carrying, not just now, but in the future, have predicted that tax rates down the road will have to double to keep our country solvent. Well, that's a problem for people who are accustomed to accumulating the lion's share of their wealth in 401ks and IRAs, and that's 95% of the country. Because if you are uh, you know, in that business partnership with the IRS and every year, they get to vote on what percentage of your profits they get to keep. You don't really know how much money you have, and it's hard to plan for retirement if you don't know how much money you have. And so uh, the idea behind the power of zero is let's get our our assets situated in the right types of tax-free accounts 
so that by the time tax rates do rise dramatically over time, we've done all the heavy lifting, we can then take that money out tax-free. And so I typically advocate for five or six different streams of tax-free income. I love the Roth IRA. I love the Roth 401k. I love the Roth conversion. Um, if through by way of the Roth conversion, you can get the balance in your IRA low enough, then required minimum distributions at 72 will be offset by your standard deduction, which means that you can take money out of your IRA actually tax-free. I talk about in chapter five of my book, something called the LIRP, which is the Life Insurance Retirement Plan, which uh, basically allows you to grow money within a, a cash value life insurance policy when it's properly structured. It sort of mimics a lot of the tax-free benefits of the Roth IRA without any of the limitations. But the thing, Josh, that makes that LIRP so different than all of those other fantastic streams of tax-free income is that it has a death benefit component that also doubles as long-term care. In other words, um, should you die, should you need long-term care, they will give you your death benefit in advance of your death for the purpose of paying for it. So let's say you have a death benefit of $400,000. You wake up one day, you can no longer feed yourself, bathe yourself, transfer yourself, what have you. Find one doctor to write one letter to that effect. They will start sending you 25% of that death benefit or 100,000 per year, every year for four years for the purpose of paying for long-term care. So uh, people don't love traditional long-term care insurance because it's a use it or lose it proposition. You could pay for 30 years, die peacefully in your sleep, never having used it, they won't send you your money back at the end. In this case, if you die peacefully in your sleep, um, never having needed long-term care, someone's still getting a death benefit, probably your kids. So there isn't that sensation of having paid for something you never have to use. So that can be a very heartburn-free way of mitigating long-term care. I talk about that a lot in my book, The Volatility Shield. And then finally, if you can keep your provisional income levels low enough through proper management, then your social security can be tax-free. And if you have six streams of tax-free income, Josh, and none of them show up on the IRS's radar, but all of them contribute to you being in the 0% tax bracket, that's a pretty effective way to mitigate against rising tax rates. Uh, what tips do you have for the estate tax threshold and life insurance? Yeah, so um, as of right now, current law is you get a pretty massive uh, estate tax uh, exemption, you know, on the order of $23 million, which is only, which means that very, very few Americans are going to be exposed to estate tax. I know that Joe Biden has discussed uh, lowering that to 3.5 million dollars per person or seven million dollars a couple and remember it's not whether you have seven million today it's it's whether you're going to have seven million when you when you die say 15 or 20 years from now so you really got to do some math you got to sort of project out over the next you know the balance of your life life expectancy and say will if joe biden gets his way and seven million dollars becomes that new estate tax exemption threshold Will you be above or below that amount by the time you uh, by the time you die? And then you have to sort of make some strategic planning decisions accordingly. But certainly, um, you can you can talk about the uh, the islet, the irrevocable uh, life insurance trust, which allows you to gift money to a trust, um, the beneficiaries of which are your children, and that money can um, 
grow outside of your state. So in, in essence, you're saying, look, I know my state's going to grow over time. I want that growth to take place in a trust, the beneficiary of which is my children, uh, so that I never get to the point where my estate comes even close to that, that threshold. And then if you do breach that threshold, then of course the money that's in that trust can help pay whatever estate tax you have down the road. Thank you, David McKnight, author of Income for Life, Tax-Free Income for Life, which is your free gift when you schedule and keep your no-obligation review. Give us a call, 888-988-JOSH, or check out davidmcknight.com. We'll be back after this with any of your questions at 800-321-0710. That's 800-321-0710. If you get on, want to get on live with us or type into the YouTube chat box your question, we are on YouTube live. Just search for the financial quarterback and you will see our live show and you get to type in any question on the chat box. We'll be back after these messages. Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback here. In these uncertain financial times, it is imperative that you guard your financial future. If you call within the next three minutes, we will offer our complimentary bear market survival guide, which will detail steps to help your plan to potentially survive the COVID-19 crisis. The bear market survival guide will cover how you might still be able to retire amid a volatile economic climate. We will throw in our complimentary 27-point ultimate game plan for retirement. Call us at 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-5674 for your bear market survival guide. Call Josh Jelinski, host of the popular financial quarterback radio program, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-JOSH. It's always on your mind. Retirement, whether you're 55 or 35. Not everyone wants to work forever, and most would like a comfortable retirement. You may already have a plan, but is it the right one? Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback radio program, is ready to guide you towards financial freedom. He challenges the ways your parents and grandparents saved money with fresh strategies, which are exactly what you need to navigate today's volatile economic climate. Josh's new book, Retirement Reality Check, is available to order on Amazon. It's an easy read that guides you through his system for securing your financial freedom, including tax-saving strategies, understanding the right investment mix, and more. Order now. Retirement Reality Check. Call Josh at 888-988-JOSH. Let Josh help you map out your retirement using fresh strategies. Call 888-988-5674. That's 888-988-5674. Kids, what, are the, uh, what, is, what is the age range? Mine's 0 to 13. Yeah, I've got, I've got a similar range. I've got my youngest is six and my oldest is 20 so about a 14 a 14 year span there and so we're about yeah we had had children about every two years we sort of like an assembly line um we just got to the point where my wife said you know what i think our family is complete that's fun yeah we uh yeah we 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 love having a lot of kids it's fun although the seventh is uh the power of zero the power of the seventh the seventh begins to be a little overwhelming <laughs> we could handle five and yeah. six easily but the seventh well he was in the hospital for two months so um right. and then baby billy he's 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 two and we never had a kid you know with the uh not the terrible twos but he gives us a handful so he's well, a handful I, of blessings you you're yeah you're you're 
I, I don't know what the makeup is. We've got a, a 15-year-old girl and a 13-year-old girl, and they are absolutely terrific, and they are like my, <laughs> my wife's eyes and ears and helping hands. And it really, as the older ones get older and they sort of move into that role of, uh, of being, being able to uh, make sure the house doesn't burn down and, and there's not too much chaos prevailing in the household, it gets easier, believe it or not, because it doesn't. The, the onus doesn't fall just on the two parents. You get other people that start to chip in. Oh yeah, we we have a uh, we're blessed by having two girls up front, so our two oldest are girls. So there's something about having the the two girls up front that's easy. Uh, that makes it a little easier. The five boys are complete chaos. It's it's uh, it's like a WWF match every night. It's fun. Yeah. So I've got I've got two girls and five boys just like you. It's just the order is just t- a tiny bit different. Yeah. It's it's insane. The uh, you know we'll clean the house and then literally within an hour, the the whole house gets messed up and it's so much yeah. it's so much fun. You know what the the most offensive, what is the most offensive thing you've ever heard as the father of seven? You know, because I'm sure you get a lot of the same questions. Like, are they all yours? Stuff like that. I'm like, no, they're the mailman's. No. Yeah, I get, I I get from, from how many different mothers I get that quite a bit. And they're just shocked to their core when I say one. Yeah, me too. Uh, You you hear um, overpopulation quips. Yeah. Um, you know, you have seven carbon footprints and I'll say, Hey, look, we have seven kids, but who do you think is going to pay for your social security? And so people, people want to be able to have their social security, but they also want to be able to not have a lot of people on the planet, but you can't have both. Well, you know, I, I must travel in the right circles. I don't really hear the carbon footprint one. I think if somebody told me that one, I'd punch them in the face. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I, I do know that's like, a thing now that's more, you know, prevalent, but I guess we live in a more conservative area in New Jersey and my clients uh, really, and it's funny. I, uh, I think the carbon footprint language is one of these like white privilege things because then, you know, I have a Tesla and I've thought about this more than anyone. If everyone has an electric vehicle, our carbon footprint as a country is going to be a disaster because there's not enough nuclear to fuel the electric vehicles. But anyway, it's fun. Um, so uh, other and any tips, because uh, you've been a little bit of a father of seven for a little longer than me. What's your number one tip? You seem like a good dad. Well, my, number one, my number one tip is this too shall pass. Um, you, you've got to remember to stop and smell the roses along the way. It's so easy to just get so mired down in the, in the chaos that is exploding all around you all the time because there's just there's no two ways about it. Mitt Romney talked about this during his presidential run. He said with his five kids, it was chaos in his house all the time. And you just got to remember to, to just not get too out of sorts about it and stop and smell the roses along the way because I've had so many people tell me that you blink and you miss it. So if you spend all your time sort of bemoaning how hard it is, you're going to miss a lot of those really thrilling vistas along the way. And, and so just, um, just ha- have that long-term perspective and, and know that this is, these are precious moments that are going to, they're going to pass us by and we just have to learn to 
enjoy it, notwithstanding the, the chaos that's fomenting all, all about us. Yeah, the good thing is I can handle chaos. I love it. It's uh, having a lot of kids is a joy and it's really fun. And people say, I love when people say, are your hands full? Yes, full of blessings. So uh, when we return, we'll be back with concluding thoughts with David McKnight on your money, the prospect of higher taxes and what you can do to protect yourself. When we return, this is Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback. Don't touch that dial. Hey, meet you out on the first tee? Yeah, I'll be right there. Just reading this article. On what? New bill Congress passed. Looks like it's going to affect the value of all retirement savings plans. My financial guy didn't tell me about this when I saw him the other day. Well, my guy did, and we made a plan. You may have heard of him, Josh Jelinski. Josh Jelinski is your guy? Listen, if you're 10 years or less from retirement... Which I am. Josh will give you a free economic plan, which includes retirement planning, a 27-point checklist to make sure your income lasts as long as you live. He'll even help you navigate the current tax code. I'm definitely going to call Josh. Cool, but first, can we play some golf? Call Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback Radio Program, for your free economic plan. 888-988-JOSH. 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 Okay, we're back. This is Josh Jelinski, the Financial Quarterback, with David McKnight of The Power of Zero. So, uh, concluding thoughts on how to protect yourself from rising taxes. You mentioned life insurance. You wrote a book called Look Before You Lerp. Not every life insurance policy is the same. And it's not like you just want to go out uh, to your neighborhood and buy life insurance from your old friend who you golf with. What are some principles for constructing the proper life insurance plan? And what do you say to people who are kind of down on life insurance? Well, what the premise of that book is that starting a life insurance policy is a bit like getting married. Um, it only really works if it's till death do you part. Uh, life insurance, the way the tax law works with the life insurance policy is you experience this tax-free buildup of wealth internal to the policy. And you have to make sure that there's at least $1 in that cash value when you die or all of the taxes that you got out, uh, got out of along the way, you get to pay tax on all in one year. Um, if it's not managed properly. And so um, I, I tell people it's a long-term proposition. There's a lot of benefits that accrue to you along the way, but you have to make sure that if it's like that till death do you part, that you approach it in the same way that you might a marriage. And, and people don't like to admit this, Josh, but I ask them, I ask rooms full of people, how many of you guys had a laundry list of things you were looking for in a spouse? And nobody likes to admit it, but they know that deep down inside, they had things they were looking for in a spouse. You know, you want to be heading in the right direction. Maybe you religiously, you want to be on the same page. Maybe you um, have the same interests, what have you. Um, you need to have a laundry list of things that you're looking for in a life insurance retirement plan, because if you are missing any of those seven or eight things I discuss in the book, it's like a ticking time bomb and it's going to sneak up on you and sort of, um, sort of scramble your whole strategy when you least expect it. Uh, so there's a couple of things. We want the money to grow safely, productively. Um, uh, if you can get 6% net after fees without taking any more risk than what you're accustomed to taking in your savings account, that's a pretty safe and productive way to grow at least a portion of your money. I talk about having what's called a chronic illness rider, which is, um, which means that they, you have the ability to access your debt, your death benefit in advance of your death for the purpose of paying for long-term care. 
for the people, uh, my, my clients between ages and 50 and 65, 75% of the reason why they get the LIRP is because of that long-term care benefit. Uh, you want to uh, be very, very selective and, and cognizant of what the loan provisions are within the policy. Um, I advocate for what's called a guaranteed 0% loan, and there's some details that go into explaining why that's important, but the idea is that you want your loan to be tax-free and uh, cost-free. So there's just a number of those things um, that can really sink your ship if you enter into these contracts and you don't really know what you're getting yourself into. So that look before you lerp is obviously uh, a play on the phrase, look before you leap. Uh, before you get married, you want to look before you leap. Before you start a life insurance policy, you want to look before you lerp. And so um, the, the basic idea is that these are long-term um, contracts. They have long-term implications. You just want to make sure that before you get into them, you check all of the boxes uh, before you sign up for a long-term proposition. So look before you lerp. You can get them on Amazon or wherever books are sold. A final question from the audience. What's the prognosis of raising the age for RMDs again? Yeah, so that's uh, that comes back to um, the Secure Retirement Act 2.0, which is sort of working its way through Congress right now. Um, they've talked about raising that to age 75 from 72. Um, there's actually also um, sort of a transition period for, for, for people where some people can access it at 73, some 74, some 75, or some or be forced to take the RMDs. But the thing that we have to remember is that RMDs only affect uh, like 20% of Americans. And, and the reason is most people are going to be accessing in excess of their RMDs each and every year. So uh, saying, hey, look, you don't have to access this money prior to age 75 is not going to affect a lot of people because they're already going to be accessing that money prior to 75. And final question, SECURE Act. What are people doing in light of the death of the SECURE Act? Uh, the SECURE Act died and then all of a sudden COVID hit, so people forgot that it that the SECURE Act passed. Uh, anything you're telling people in light of the SECURE Act? Yeah, so the, de- so the death of the, of the Roth, uh, the stretch, the stretch, uh, stretch IRA was a really, really big deal. And so what I tell people is that, so, so that's gone, which means your kids are going to inherit your Roth IRA and be forced to take it as income over 10 years. So, so what I say is, Hey, if you convert your money from an IRA to a Roth IRA today, you can do so at historically low tax rates. So your kids won't have to pay the tax at their, uh, higher tax rates on top of all their income at a period in time when tax rates are likely to be higher than they are today. So even if you think your tax rate is a a bit higher, it may still be lower than your kids' tax rates, in which case you should strongly think about doing Roth conversions today. Wonderful. David McKnight, davidmcknight.com, and anything you want to plug before we conclude the interview? Uh, Just keep your ear to the ground for my new book, Uh, the Infinity Code, and if they want to buy any of my books uh, in bulk um, or single copy at Amazon in bulk at davidmcknightbooks.com. davidmcknightbooks.com. And folks, give us a call, 888-988-JOSH, and I'll give you any of David's books free when you schedule and keep your no-obligation 27-point ultimate financial game plan. Call us now, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-5674. We'll be back after these messages with your questions at 800-321-0710. 
This is Josh Jelinski. Call us now, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-5674. Tired of losing money in the stock market roller coaster? Frustrated with the government taxing you into oblivion? Worried about inflation? How do you prepare for so many financial uncertainties? Welcome to the show that will help you develop your game plan. The Financial Quarterback with Josh Jelinski. Josh is a noted financial advisor and president of the Jelinski Advisory Group. And he's here to answer your questions. Call into the show at 800-321-0710. 800-321-0710. Now let's kick off your financial future. Here's Josh Jelinski. Okay, we're back talking about the billionaire's tax and whatever questions you have at 800-321-0710. If you have questions on stocks, bonds, annuities, mutual funds, whatever question you have, no question is a dumb one, except the one that you do not ask. So call us now, 800 321 0710. So how do you choose a retirement plan if you are self-employed? Not everyone has a boss. In an economy upended by COVID, individuals sometimes by choice and sometimes not are striking out on their own and starting new businesses or becoming a part of the gig economy. A critical issue for you may be how to save for retirement. If you are self-employed, you may be asking which retirement account is best for you. This question requires careful analysis because there is no one right plan for everyone. Contribution limits are not the only factors to consider. You must also think about cost, ease of administration, and accessibility of funds to consider. Call me right now at 800 321-0710. If you have a question for me, 800-321-0710. If you have a question on stocks, bonds, annuities, mutual funds, whatever question you have, no question is a dumb one except the one that you do not ask. So call us now. So a knowledgeable financial advisor can help answer your questions you may have in making your decision. Give us a call, 888-988-5674, and we'll help you choose the right retirement plan for your business. For many who are new to gig work or have just started their own business, the best place to save or to start saving for retirement may be a Roth IRA or traditional IRA. It's the easiest and cheapest way to go. It requires simply making a contribution, writing a check. However, the annual contribution limits are much lower than for those of other retirement savings plans. So that's the negative. For 2021, the max IRA contribution is 6K for those under age 50 and 7K for those 50 or older. For those just starting out, the low dollar limit may not be a problem. It may be the perfect amount for you. But for higher earners, it may not allow enough savings. 
For those who are interested in a Roth option, a Roth IRA may be a good deal because there are no Roth options available for SEP IRA or simple IRA plans. However, Roth IRAs are subject to income limits, so this may not for work for those with higher incomes. However, you can do a Roth solo 401k or a Roth 401k and then pair that with a cash balance pension plan. So there's a lot of options for you. So a one participant 401k, sometimes people call it a unit K or uni 401k. Some people call it an individual 401k, sometimes a solo 401k. A key point to understand is that a solo 401k is simply a type of 401k plan and is subject to many of the regular 401k rules. However, because there can be no employees other than you and your spouse, these plans are exempt from complicated testing that is required of most 401ks. A self-employed individual can sock away 26,520,21 if 50 or older, 19,520,21. So you can defer up to 100% of your compensation, whereas with a SEP, you can only defer 25% of your compensation. So when people ask me, SEP or solo 401k, now I need to understand the fact pattern, but generally I'm pro solo 401k over a SEP for most small business owners. And you can sock away up to 58,000 plus an additional catch up. So consider the solo 401k if you normally do a a SEP or a simple. And folks, call us now, 888-988-JOSH, if you want help navigating through that. And call me right now at 800-321-0710 if you have a financial question for, for us. Now, what's a SEP? One of the most common retirement plan solutions for self-employed plans. That's why it's called the SEP, self-employed. These plans are inexpensive to adopt and administer. However, SEP IRAs only allow employer contributions, not elective deferrals. SEP IRA plans offer a great deal of flexibility. Contributions do not have to be made each year and the amount can vary. So that's one benefit of the SEP. The plan also does not have to be established or funded until your tax filing deadline, including extensions. So you might say, but my accountant recommended a SEP. That's probably because you came to them and you did your taxes on October 14th or something like that. And it may have been right for you that year, but may not be right for you this year. The SEP limit for self-employed individuals is 20% of up to 290 of compensation. For a SEP for a small business, not self-employed, the limit is the same except 25% is substituted for 20%. There is none of this 20 or 25% with a solo. That's why I like it better. And you could do a solo Roth. So if you make too much money and you're self-employed, a Roth 401k is a great way to go. Then you have a simple IRA. Simple IRAs can also be adopted by self-employed individuals. Generally, a business can only adopt this plan if it if it's employed 100 or fewer people during the previous calendar year 
and it is the only plan sponsored by the employer. Unlike SEPs, simple IRAs allow for employees to defer salary. For 2021, the salary deferral limit is $13,500 plus an additional three grand. So you could sock away $16,500. These plans also require an annual employer contribution. The annual employer contribution must be either a dollar for dollar matching contribution or a 2% non-elective contribution. If a matching contribution is made, compensation is not limited. A self-employed individual stands in the shoes of both employee and employer. For 2021, the max simple IRA contribution would be 33,000. That's 16,500 in salary deferral plus 16,500 in an employer match. So you got SEPs, you have simples, you have solo 401ks or the uni 401k, and you have defined benefit plans and cash balance pension plans where you could sock away a ton of money. So pick up the phone now, give us a call, 800-321-0710. If you have questions on all matters financial or call us at 888-988-JOSH. Next up, we have Tom. You're on with Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback. And also, we'll be taking questions on the YouTube chat box. We have many of you asking questions, making comments, and we want to thank you. But first, Tom, go ahead. Hi, uh, good morning. Uh, I'm hoping you could answer or explain the rule of 55 as it relates to 401k withdrawals. What do you mean by the rule of 55? Do you mean if you're no longer working, but you're retired and between 55 and 59 and a half, you can take money out of your 401k without incurring the 10% penalty? Is that what you're referring to? Exactly. Um, I'm currently employed and um, I may either uh, resign or be terminated relevant to the uh, vaccine mandate and was wondering about what can I withdraw out of my 401k at the age of 55 that I am now without well, penalty. You, you can withdraw anything. Uh, the IRS rule 55 allows an employee who is laid off, fired, or quits between 55 and 59 and a half to take. You can take as much as you want, but you would have to okay, incur then- income tax, but you would not incur the 10% early withdrawal penalty. And that's what I thought I confirm. And so uh will you will you uh take the jab or no? <laughs> uh no, I'm planning on not taking the jab. Yeah, I think it's uh it's really amazing how now we have this uh interesting political dilemma. People are being forced uh, you know what's going to happen, you know, there's going to be no sanity or you know 25% less sanitation workers, pilots, police officers, fire in New York. It, it really could be a very major problem. And uh, my guess is they'll lay you off, they'll fire you, and then they'll want to hire you back because there will be a shortage of workers. We're hearing that. Um, in, I agree. In New Jersey, it's very funny. They, they, uh, they forced all the nurses to, to get the vaccine and then they said, you know what, uh, we're granting you all the religious exemption. I've been hearing that. So they, they, um, they weren't allowing it, then they were. And it's, uh, 
Very interesting. I have I have the option for both exemptions, and I'm trying for both. But if either of those fail, I may consider uh, de- departing. Uh, you know, the thought here is, if I don't stand for something, I can't stand for anything. No, yeah, I mean, whatever you want to do, I, I believe in freedom. You know, we're still in the U.S. Although, to be honest, Agreed. the the religious exemption is not freedom. <laughs> that that's a that's an exemption. But uh, however you might. Uh, be taking it. I, I feel feel bad for what you're going through. I guess Monday we'll we'll find out uh, how many people show up for work with the vaccine mandates in New York. But anyway, uh, thanks for your question and comment. Any other questions? No, that's it. Thank you very much. I and we have it. a lot of people, a lot of listeners who are forcibly retiring due to the vaccine mandate. Who want to know? Can I retire? How can I live off of? What I got saved. Call us at 888-988-JOSH and we'll, we'll answer the question of can you retire and at one income and we will map out our, your very own customizable income strategy. So call us now at 888-988-JOSH. Up next, we're going to take more of your calls at 800-321-0710. This is Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback. Don't touch that dial. Are you worried about the recent coronavirus crisis and how it may have affected your money? Hi, everybody. I'm Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback, inviting you to join me for my complimentary six ways to keep calm during turbulent markets webinar. If you schedule and keep your no obligation webinar today at 888-988-JOSH, it's a great thing to do. If you're stuck at home under stay-at-home orders, call us right now, 888-988-JOSH. If you're bored, there's never been a better time to get a second opinion on your wealth than right now. 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-5674. And go to my website, retirementrealitycheck.com today and take your free investment profile quiz. And when you buy my book, you're eligible for three free gifts. 888-988-JOSH. Call Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback Radio Program, 888-988-JOSH. Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback here. In these uncertain financial times, it is imperative that you guard your financial future. If you call within the next three minutes, we will offer our complimentary bear market survival guide, which will detail steps to help your plan to potentially survive the COVID-19 crisis. The bear market survival guide will cover how you might still be able to retire amid a volatile economic climate. We will throw in our complimentary 27-point ultimate game plan for retirement. Call us at 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-5674 for your bear market survival guide. Call Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback Radio Program, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-JOSH. Okay, we're back. This is Josh Jelinski, the Financial Quarterback. Question from 850, any way to sidestep taxes on the RMDs going forward on an $800,000 401k. We'll answer that. And folks, we are live on YouTube. Uh, Just go to Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback. Our new YouTube is live. And we're taking your calls. We have Stu on gold and silver. Go ahead, Stu. Yes, um, how are you this morning? Wonderful, Stu. Well, 
it seems like as we go through time here, uh, it just becomes harder to uh, know what to invest into. It's almost biblical. Biblical it talks about all man's assets will go to nil in an hour, and uh, they will take their gold and silver and throw it into the streets because it will become a canker. But uh, I'm wondering what your advice is with uh, investing in gold and silver versus, let's say, annuities or stock market or something like that. Well, biblical, if they throw the gold and silver in the street, maybe maybe it wouldn't be good long term. Um, I, I gotta, uh, you got to give me that Bible verse. I'll look it up and we'll see if uh, we'll see what it's really saying. I think sometimes a lot of people use the Bible to get certain investing tips. I mean, I like Proverbs for principles of sound money, but sometimes people are too apocalyptic and, you know, they hide all their money and they really don't earn anything with it. So you got to be careful of minding the call to be prepared for uncertainty and troubling times with also, you know, being a good steward. So gold and silver may have a place in your portfolio. I would say no more than 5 or 10%. Generally, because they are still volatile asset classes, can still lose money, and we don't conduct any business in gold or silver. And what's, what's fascinating is to see gold plummet as Bitcoin is rising. But I have no problem with somebody having 5 to 10% in gold. However, I would not buy gold from commissionable gold salespeople. Uh, we can, you know, you can buy uh, spot gold ETFs. You can, you know, buy some uh, things for yourself. Uh, we're not giving any investment advice as it relates to gold over the airways, but you can certainly call me for an 888-988-JOSH review and we'll go through that with you. But, you know, you can't eat gold, Right. Uh, right. You know, so a lot of people, oh, the world's going to hell. I don't like the political landscape. We're preparing for the apocalypse. So basically, gold will save us. I think people are just trying to grasp for certainty in an uncertain world. And to me, the principle of economic certainty is do what you can to prepare for the future. Have a reservoir of water. You know, have rain collecting tanks. Have a year's worth of food storage. Do those things. That's going to protect you a lot more than having gold. Does that make sense? If we go yeah, through these troubling times that people are thinking we're going through. And, you know, you might have, you know, 10 grand of gold, 30 grand of gold. 20 grand of gold, that'll be more than what most people have. So if people will conduct business in gold, but people don't conduct business in gold. They conduct it in the dollar and more and more people are conducting it in certain cryptocurrencies as well. So we'll see what happens uh, with that or Bitcoin. Um, I think gold is fine for a inflation hedge to have a certain percentage but you got to be careful to, you know, if, uh, you know, if the Bible, you know, people worry. I've had people make very dumb decisions financially because they're using the Bible to interpret 
current events because of their own fear and they make um, very stupid financial decisions because they're watching some televangelist, you know, or something like that. So I'm not, uh, we're all to be ready, watchful, prepared. But, um, you know, there's one thing to be fair, uh, prepared and the other thing to be fearful. Does that make sense? Right. Uh, can you tell me with cryptid uh, money? The Bible, if you read the Bible, also says to fear not. I've read 365 times or something like that. So fear really has no place. And a lot of people will use fear as an incentive to sell stuff like gold bars while watching, you know, cable news networks. So you got to be careful about that stuff. Does that make okay. sense? Yes. Uh, can you tell me about crypto money? What is actually the intrinsic value of that? What backs it? Which cryptocurrency? Just any? Like, I think 99% of all cryptocurrencies are probably a bad place to put your money in. And we're not giving any advice on cryptos, but I would be very careful of investing in cryptocurrencies now, Bitcoin is completely different than most cryptocurrencies in that is there is a limited supply. It is decentralized. But the vast majority of cryptocurrencies mean nothing. Dogecoin, nothing. Shiba Inu, nothing. Ethereum, uh, this is very interesting. Ethereum now, nothing. Because Zuckerberg is getting into NFTs and he's going to have lower gas uh, prices, gas fees, which may put Ethereum out of business. Now, maybe not. Uh, but, you know, you got to be careful with cryptos. Does that make sense? What is the, uh, what is the intrinsic value? What backs Bitcoin? What, what uh, I mean, at one time, let's say paper currency was backed by silver uh, or gold, and then that was done away with. But what actually backs Bitcoin? What what type of insurance or or uh, let's say well, there is no insurance backing Bitcoin, and really in in much of cryptocurrencies there is no backing. There is a central actor. They are centralized. Uh, now the benefit of Bitcoin over the others is that it is decentralized. And there is a limited supply and it's the power of consensus and selfless uh, self, uh, basically that you don't have to trust other people. It's uh, based on the principle of distrust and the network. So there's a lot um, to be said for Bitcoin. We'll do that for another show. But next up, we'll go to Gordon. And thanks so much for the call, Stu. And then we have Ray. Well, let's do Ray first, then Gordon. Ray wants to protect his money for his kids. What a nice dad or granddad. Go ahead, Ray. Yes, uh, Josh, I uh, was looking at an irrevocable trust, put my assets in uh, to try to protect uh, what I have for my children uh, for when I die. I'm 74 years old. Uh, I have a, a large amount of money in an IRA, which is you can't put into an irrevocable trust. And uh, even if I try to start uh, putting, taking money from the IRA and putting it into the uh, irrevocable trust, as I understand it, uh, there's a look back of five years. And uh, 
if, if, if God forbid I end up in a nursing home uh, two years from now, uh, they can look back and see what I put into the irrevocable trust, and they can go after it. Is there any way I could protect that money for my children? So there's a lot of ways to protect your children from creditors, predators, in-laws, and outlaws by having a coordinated plan. Now, you protect them from income taxes by passing Roths and life insurance. Those pass tax-free. You protect them from creditors. So say you leave all this money to your kids and they get sued. Well, that's the beauty of having a trust. And you might want to look at a dynasty trust. Now, I'm not giving legal advice because I'm not an attorney, but you may want to consider a trust that allows you to pass money to your bloodlines, creditor proof and divorce proof. So if your in-law becomes an outlaw, your your in-law, your daughter-in-law or son-in-law doesn't walk away with the money you gave your child. Does that make sense? Yes, it does, but I, I don't have that issue. My issue is the nursing home could go after the money from from my IRA, and they also can go after the money that I take out of the IRA and put into the irrevocable trust if it's within the five-year window. No, exactly. So you also may want to have a Medicaid-proof plan a long-term care strategy, and we can certainly help you to do that. By But you don't want to just go to an attorney and get a trust. You want an attorney to build a trust for you that is a part of your overall financial plan. Does that make sense? Because, for yes. example, if you, if you leave a 401k to a trust, you may not realize that that is a taxable event. So you might right. lose a third to 40% of your whole IRA if you do it the wrong way. So call us at 888-988-JOSH and I can help you navigate the competing goals of income taxes, 401k growth, and long-term care protection. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So, and what I mean by that is, you know, 401ks, you may not want that to go into a trust. You may want to drain that over five years or 10 years to do a strategic rollout and put it into a trust. Over a schedule of five to ten. Josh, Josh, I have a traditional IRA. I don't have a a 401. Okay. So, I mean, but it works the same way in that it is pre-tax dollars, dollars that have never been taxed. Right, exactly. So, if you fund that directly into a trust, there will be a taxable event. So, you have to plan a distribution strategy so that if you have money within the IRA you slowly pay the tax over, let's say, a five or 10-year period before it goes into a trust. So give us a call, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-5674. Next up, we have Gordon. Gordon, you're on with Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback. Go ahead. Uh, Yes, Josh, good morning. Um, A couple of weeks ago, two weeks ago, I think, you had an interesting interview with Jeff Snyder. And uh, I think the major point of the interview was that uh, the Federal Reserve has uh, less uh, power over our uh, interest rates than uh, people think, and that uh, the world financial system is full of non-transparent entities that also uh, are affecting interest rates. Uh, Could you give me your... What, what, What is your opinion on the 
most salient points of your interview with Jeff Snyder, the points that he made? Um, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of truth. The euro dollar is the most liquidly traded thing on the futures market. Um, but, but, you know, I'm not an expert in the euro dollar futures, you know, Mm -hmm. I really have no expertise in that area. Mm -hmm. So do I think we need to evaluate it just because he said it? Sure. He made it some compelling arguments. Do I think he's, you know, you got to realize you got to be discerning students, right? Yeah. He made some compelling points. Um, I had asked many people about that myself. And the argument I heard in favor of what he was saying, I will reveal to you uh, after the break. So we'll take a break. And then when we return, talk about the Eurodollar futures market. We're not giving any advice on futures. And Lawrence, who is a 64-year-old taxi driver on how to prepare for retirement. Up next, this is Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback. Don't touch that dial. It's always on your mind. Retirement, whether you're 55 or 35. Not everyone wants to work forever, and most would like a comfortable retirement. You may already have a plan, but is it the right one? Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback radio program, is ready to guide you towards financial freedom. He challenges the ways your parents and grandparents saved money with fresh strategies, which are exactly what you need to navigate today's volatile economic climate. Josh's new book, Retirement Reality Check, is available to order on Amazon. It's an easy read that guides you through his system for securing your financial freedom, including tax-saving strategies, understanding the right investment mix, and more. Order now. Retirement Reality Check. Call Josh at 888-988-JOSH. Let Josh help you map out your retirement using fresh strategies. Call 888-988-5674. That's 888-988-5674. So we're back. This is Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback. We have an election in New Jersey. And people are saying uh, Jack Cittarelli versus Phil Murphy. I welcome them all to come onto the show Sunday. I would love to have an interview with both of them. I believe my producer reached out to both campaigns and they declined. So my prediction, uh, I, I think, you know, people are talking about Phil Murphy and Jack Cittarelli, I don't think Phil Murphy's in danger. So my prediction is probably Phil Murphy wins by six points and Virginia goes to the Republican by one percentage point. That's my prediction. Predictions are worthless, but they're fun to do. I don't, I don't, see, um, I don't see New Jersey going red. I did give the prescription on how New Jersey would go red, but apparently wasn't listened to. New Jersey needs a 4% flat income tax. New Jersey needs a property tax cap of no more than 1% of of property taxation. But anyway, no one listens to me. Go ahead, Lawrence, 64-year-old taxi driver. He wants to know how can he prepare for retirement. Go ahead. Yes, Josh, nice to talk to you. 
Look, um, five months ago, I purchased a taxi medallion in New York City for $70,000 cash money. And uh, my retirement, uh, social security is in bad shape. It's only $900, but I didn't retire yet. So uh, for a short term, five, six years, I intended to work. I wanted to work. What advice you would give me uh, for these um, six years left in my uh, uh, job uh, career? Okay, well, number one, you have six years from retirement. So you're in what we call the retirement red zone. Number one tip, get a protection savings and growth model. I will give it to you for free if you call us at 888-988-JOSH and request your own PS&G model talk. What, What the heck am I talking about? What is a protection savings and growth model talk? So Lawrence, you have to protect yourself from a car incident, a home fire, a liability, disability, long-term care, life insurance, unemployment. So you have to protect yourself. So protection is like the moat around your financial castle. Then we have to look to your castle. So you want to fill your moat with alligators. Is your car insurance properly structured? Is your life insurance properly structured? Is, do you have long-term care insurance? Making sure you are okay if you have a disability. A lot of people underestimate healthcare costs in retirement. So that is the P in the PS&G model. S is savings. You want to make sure you have six months of liquidity in the bank. Then you want to make sure you're taking advantage of all of the tax savings mechanisms you can to make sure you are protected. You know, God forbid something happens. Does that make sense, Lawrence? Yes. So you want to have tax savings vehicles, tax deferred vehicles, tax free vehicles like Roths. You want to make sure you have a distribution plan for your IRAs because if tax rates might go up in the future, your taxes and you know, if president Biden's tax plan goes through, A lot of people who've saved might pay more in income taxes while they're retired because most people's biggest asset is their IRA. Now, that doesn't mean you don't do an IRA. It means you have a distribution plan. I want everybody to write this question down. Do you have a distribution plan on your IRA? I I don't have anything. Absolutely. In this moment, I do not have anything. Okay. Well, well, it sounds like you need a first... Get the PS&G model. That stands for protect, tax savings, and then growth strategies in this uncertain time that we're living in. So is that simple enough? PSG, protect, save, grow. P-S-G. And if you call me at 888-988-JOSH, because it seems like you're just trying to get ahead and make sure you have enough money to retire in six years, I will give you the PSNG model free, you or any of our listeners, when you schedule and keep your no obligation review, okay? Okay. The other thing All is right. you want to have an income plan, meaning what is the income you're going to need if you add up social security and pensions 
And if you don't have a pension, how can you build your own personal pension by having a withdrawal strategy from your investments? So there is a safe withdrawal strategy, which William Bengen calls safe max, meaning there's a maximum rate you can take out of a portfolio safely. David McKnight just alluded to it. It's the 4% rule. And, and so if you have a million dollars saved for retirement, that would mean you can't save, uh, take out more than 40,000 per year. And then maybe you have social security, which is 30,000 per year. Maybe your spouse has it at 15,000, 45 grand plus 40 is 85 grand a year. And maybe that'll be enough to retire, but I don't know how much you have saved. Um, how much do you have saved for retirement? Uh, I have this asset, the, the yellow taxi medallion in New York City. Uh, I can count on uh, if, uh, if I retire and I uh, lease my medallion to another driver, uh, it's going to be like uh, probably uh, $2,000 a month. Okay. So you can sell the medallion for about a 2000 a month stipend? I don't sell the medallion. I lease the medallion to another driver. Okay. And just make sure you have the proper legal work to protect you from that. So you have a personal guarantee. Uh, that, like, that's, that's critical. It's like, uh, it's like an income yeah. uh, of $2,000 a month plus the social security, uh, 1000 and my wife something. Um, I can survive with uh, around $4,000 a month. Yeah, and we can help you map out a plan. And uh, that's a shame. You know, medallions used to get fetch a lot more, right? Yeah, it used to be a million dollars, $1.2 million. Mm. But right now, I purchased one with cash money. I purchased for only 70000 And the business is very good in New York City right now. The taxi business is booming. Oh, well, that's good. That's because Uber charges the same and the taxi drivers of Uber don't know what they're doing. So, no, no, no. The Uber increased the prices with 40%. Yes, and yeah. For, Uber, after trying to bankrupt everybody, yeah. It's funny. Uber course, used to be cheaper. Now it's cheaper to get a real taxi. Yellow taxi is much cheaper. And they're better drivers, too. So yeah, Uber goes with double price. Yes, double price, and they don't know what they're doing. I one time had an Uber driver show up at my house because I couldn't get a regular uh, taxi service because I had to run right to the hospital. And the guy was like afraid of me because of COVID. The guy, you know, and so. I was putting on my mask and because I didn't have the mask on the minute I, he picked up, he left me a yellow cab driver would never do that. So, uh, thank you, Lawrence. Thank you very much. And you know, and I was putting on my mask, but because I didn't have it on the split second, the guy left. And then I was driving to the hospital to see my child who was near, uh, thank God he's okay, but you know he wasn't doing well at the time. And so this this guy, I'm like, I don't want to drive an hour and a half to the hospital with this clown. So I I didn't even try to 
you know, say, oh, no, I'm going to wear it. I was like, okay, if this is how this guy's going to be for an hour and a half, I will go elsewhere. So go yellow cab taxi drivers. And Lawrence, uh, we're there to help you as you want to protect your future with an income plan. We can map out your income plan. Do you know we can do this? You can you can map out your plan from how old are you, Ernesto? I am forty nine. From forty nine to ninety nine, we can account for every year. We can put the Biden tax hikes in, show you how that will affect your IRAs and four hundred one ks. We'll show you how inflation would affect your plan. We'll show you how social security strategies will affect it. And it will be customizable based on your numbers. So call us now, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-5674, 888-988-JOSH. And we'll give you your very own protection, savings, and growth review free when you schedule and keep your no-obligation review at 888-988-JOSH. Also, um, 850 has this to say on YouTube, how do you minimize taxes on a 401k when the account owner is in the mid eighties and doesn't need the cash for expenses and would like to pass the RMDs on to children? You can't really pass RMDs on to children. So what you do is let's say you have 800 grand in a 401k. You take 80 grand out per year. This is an example of a strategic rollout. I'm not giving financial advice and you need to call us for a customizable plan. You take the 80 grand out a year, you pay the tax at your lower rates based on the Trump tax code, you sock that away in a Roth, that'll grow tax-free for your heirs for a minimum of 10 years, or you can gift it to them, they buy life insurance, cash value life insurance on their life, and if they're 50, you can get 40 years of tax-free growth if they live till 90. So there's a lot of powerful strategies, or you can put it into trusts, or you can put it into stocks, that do not pay a dividend or index funds. The benefit of that is that that money grows tax-free for as long as your kids live. And they only have to pay taxes if they sell the shares. Do what Warren Buffett does. Be like Warren. Call us, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-5674. And we're gonna tell you how much Warren Buffett collected in dividends from Apple even though his company doesn't pay out dividends because he doesn't want to be taxed on those dividends. We'll talk about that when we return. This is Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback. Don't touch that dial. Hey, meet you out on the first tee? Yeah, I'll be right there. Just reading this article. On what? New bill Congress passed. Looks like it's going to affect the value of all retirement savings plans. My financial guy didn't tell me about this when I saw him the other day. Well, my guy did, and we made a plan. You may have heard of him, Josh Jelinski. Josh Jelinski is your guy? Listen, if you're 10 years or less from retirement... Which I am. Josh will give you a free economic plan, which includes retirement planning, a 27-point checklist to make sure your income lasts as long as you live. He'll even help you navigate the current tax code. I'm definitely going to call Josh. Cool, but first, can we play some golf? Call Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback Radio Program, for your free economic plan. 
888-988-JOSH. 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 Are you worried about the recent coronavirus crisis and how it may have affected your money? Hi, everybody. I'm Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback, inviting you to join me for my complimentary six ways to keep calm during Turbulent Markets webinar. If you schedule and keep your no-obligation webinar today at 888-988-JOSH, it's a great thing to do if you're stuck at home under stay-at-home orders. Call us right now, 888-988-JOSH. If you're bored, there's never been a better time to get a second opinion on your wealth than right now. 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-5674. And go to my website, retirementrealitycheck.com today and take your free investment profile quiz. And when you buy my book, you're eligible for three free gifts. 888-988-JOSH. Call Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback Radio Program, 888-988-JOSH. Okay, we're back. This is Josh Jelinski. The financial quarterback, Danny, has a financial problem. Danny, go ahead. Hey, Josh. Thanks for having me. Big fan. Greatly appreciate it. So, yeah, I'm looking for like a Hail Mary right here. So, I mean, uh, you know, uh, 34 years old, married, four kids, six, four, two, and uh, nine months, all girls. Uh, I, I I got a mortgage, probably about... Uh, oh, three hundred thousand on it. Um, I'm a I'm a licensed real estate agent. I'm also I was also uh, I, I had a uh, another full time job as a uh, uh, a union painter uh, at the, at the hospital, and um, I've been recently laid off because I didn't get the jab. So they've been terminated. So now I'm just trying to figure out, you know, what's like the the playbook. You know, for someone in my situation. Well, we're um. So, what, do you still have your one job? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, still have, I, I I still have my real estate job. I've been doing that for many years. You know, I do okay. It pays the bills, but you know, it, 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 I wouldn't say it supports a family of six now. You know, um, and and a mortgage. You know, so the. The hospital job, you know, I was I was a painter there. It was good for the benefits. You know, it paid me every two weeks. You know, it, it, it was it was okay, but uh, you know, more, most importantly, it was it was good for the benefits. You know, so now now I lost that. But between both, I was probably making like 125, 150 a year. Now now without without the job with the benefits, I'm probably making you know maybe maybe a hundred under a hundred. Well, you may apply for some Obamacare subsidies for the health care uh, plan. So I would look into that. Yeah. Uh, number two, I would focus on your real estate career. Right. I would spend 80 to 90 hours a week building that. Right. So you have freedom. Um, you know, you could brand yourself a whole lot of uh, things or you could get a job as a painter somewhere else. Yeah. A lot of people are buying new homes in the suburbs, and they need good painters. And 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 the, the caveat also is, you know, my 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 wife and I, we also want to move, you know, to a bigger house, and um, you know, it's it's going to be almost impossible to do that. Um, well, I wouldn't move but- to the bigger house yet until you get your financial house in order. I would make sure too many people. Um, I mean, this is more of a business thing. Are you making a hundred calls a day? 
you need to be making a hundred calls a day. That would be my tip yeah. for you. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm working twenty four seven in real estate. So, however, yeah. However, you know, where we are now, we just outgrown our space, and you know. No, no. What I'm saying is, you got to yeah. build your career such that you're making so much income from the real estate career, then you, right. then you build the house. And you know, bunk beds. You know, it's good the kids share a room. You know, it's fun. Good for their character. They have to do it when they go to college anyway. You know, so. Yeah, yeah. So I, I can hold my breath for that. You know, I can wait. You know, with four daughters, uh, I think I can wait for them to go to college. I'm certainly, <laughs> certainly in no rush. No, no. What I'm saying is uh, they're young enough where they could share a room, have fun experiences, sharing a room. You know, you keep the baby probably separate. But uh, yeah, sharing yeah, a room. We, we, do, we do that already. We, you know, they share a room just with, with one full bath. You know, two half baths. You know, and we're 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 at the point where we're climbing up the walls here. You know, so no, I know, the, but you said you, you just you want, lost your job. I wouldn't be looking yeah, to increase I, I your. Even, I wouldn't even be able to, you know, because a, a W two versus my ten ninety nine to apply for a new mortgage, I wouldn't I wouldn't even be able to get it. You know, I, I know it, with any change of job or loss of job in in the process of buying a new house, it, it's it's it's, you know, and the solution is more income. So right. I would really focus on one of two oh, things. Either right. find a painting job in a hospital that doesn't mandate the vaccine. Yeah, or, in New York, in New York that's almost impossible, but Yeah, no, I know. Um Yeah. yeah. So but basically, they, 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 yeah, but they, you got to realize there's going to be a job shortage. So they're going to find ways to ease It's crazy. It's crazy. Ease that I'm, eventually. I'm scared. I'm, I'm scared for what's going to come uh, for for what may come. You know, come Monday, you know, if, if a lot of people just walk off the job, I, I don't know. I mean, I got family. My, my father was a retired cop. I have a brother-in-law in sanitation. You know, I, you know, I mean, I, I just didn't feel comfortable getting it. You know, my family got it. My, 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 my. Yeah, I mean, parents, that's up to you. You probably got COVID, you know. I probably I, did. Yeah, I think by did. now, most people, if you haven't gotten the vaccine, most people have already gotten COVID. And yeah. they maybe didn't realize it, but you got, you know, you got to protect yourself uh, in this pandemic. Yeah, I mean, last last time I checked, you know, this was the land of the free. The All USA. I'm just going to say is, you from know. a financial perspective, one of the things that I would focus on is expanding your income. So right. either go to a hospital system that allows for religious exemption, like maybe in North Jersey, and paint for you know whatever right. uh, hospital system up there, or Focus on the real estate market. Focus on becoming the best darn realtor you can. Yeah. And use that time, uh, you know, maybe spend the next six months really pouring yourself into your real estate career. Yeah. And and build more activity. That's the so, only way. Yeah. There, there, there isn't a financial problem that making more money can't solve. I yeah. That, that's so. one tip. The other tip is live below your means. Get rid of all Netflix subscriptions, Disney Plus subscriptions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go for a cheaper cell phone bill. There's yeah. something called MVNOs. So if you have a name brand, uh, cell phone carrier, let's yeah. say you like Verizon Towers, you, you Google Verizon MVNO, and you can get cheaper t uh, service and the same towers. Okay, so more, more, more income and trim the fat. Double down on real estate, you're saying, and just basically like, 
you know, cancel subscriptions. Or yes, anything. and you want to be calling 100 people a day. I got a yeah. call from some realtor yesterday trying to sell my house. And you know what? I'm not, I don't want to sell my house, but yeah. she was nice. She got me. So, it, you know, activity breeds results. You call 100 people, you'll get one to say yes to you, you know. It's just a numbers game. That's any successful business typically, right? I appreciate I appreciate you taking the time to speak with me. Thank you so and much. And you got to focus day. on trimming the fat, build a financial plan. We could help you with that. A lot of people have 403Bs that are stray cats not being managed properly. We could show you how to do that as well. Maybe you have a 401k from your old employer, or 403B. We will help you build out a proper strategy. Call us at 888-988-JOSH. ton of you uh, losing jobs due to this uh, mandate. Um, you know, eventually there'll be a job shortage, so they'll probably want you back. So give us a call now, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-5674 for the no obligation review. Next up, we have Mark, who has a question on life insurance and the pension. When we return, although I guess we're going to, we're going to stay through the, uh, end of the hour. Go ahead, Mark. You're on with Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback. I work for the New York City Department of Education. I have one year left to retire. And they want a $10,000 pension reduction to, to give my wife my pension should something happen to me with a pop-up that if something happens to her, it goes back to the original amount. I wanted to know, you know, $10,000 a year, should I look into how much life insurance I could possibly buy to, uh, to see if there's a difference? That'd be better off with life insurance. Oh, yeah. If any of you have a pension decision, should you take the pop-up? Should you take a reduction to leave your spouse or significant other part of your pension? You have to realize that whether you are thinking you're buying life insurance or not, if you're taking, if you're making $10,000 a month in retirement, and you'll make $9,000 a month if you leave your spouse 25 or 50% of your pension, that means you're buying life insurance at $1,000 a month and your pension's taxable. So you're buying taxable life insurance where if you buy life insurance, that benefit is tax-free to your loved one. So they don't need as much of it. So what some people advise is what's called a pension maximization strategy whereby you leave life insurance to your spouse and take the full pension, disinherit them of the pension. Now, mind you, I don't recommend that in most cases, but you have to do the numbers to see if it's right for you. I've been hearing some police and fire and teachers and people who work for the Board of Ed buying term insurance to protect their spouse of their pension. That's a bad idea because if you die after the term expires in year 21, your spouse gets no life insurance and no pension. So when you're doing the pension maximization strategy, get term insurance till 100 or term insurance insurance for as long as you live. It's called guaranteed universal life. You may want to look into that. Uh, we can help you through that when you're making the pension decision, but you do not want a temporary benefit. Call us now, 888-988-JOSH, to see which pension option is right for you. Call me now. 888-988-JOSH. 888-988-5674. 888-988-JOSH. 888-988-JOSH. 888-988-5674. 
with your pension options. Not every strategy is right for you, so make sure you get a customizable strategy 